In adults, marijuana use is linked to depression and social anxiety. Like teenagers, research shows that adults who use marijuana are also more likely to develop temporary psychosis, meaning hallucinations, not knowing what is real, and paranoia, and long-lasting mental disorders, including schizophrenia. You're listening to Eat for Life, the show that aims to help you identify the root causes of what ails you so you can heal and live the life you are meant for. I'm your host, Sammy G. In 1996, California became the first state to legalize medical marijuana. Since then, the medical use of cannabis has been legalized in 38 states and three territories, including the District of Columbia. Currently, 24 states have legalized cannabis for recreational use. Sales for recreational cannabis alone totaled $216 million last year, an increase of 36% over 2022, and would have been higher had the pandemic not impacted the growing cannabis market. When I was in high school, I skipped school and smoked pot with my friends. A few times we made brownies. That's all that was available to us. Today's choices include concentrates, edibles, vape products, topicals, as well as oral and transdermal products. An ad for Cannabis Caramel states, Slow down and melt the stress of the day away with sea salt caramels infused with a unique indica suite of terpenes. Lovers of sweet and salty will love this edible. The delicate balance is a happy dance for the taste buds. And the best part? Fans of this edible say that relaxation, sometimes drowsiness, and especially pain relief are just a chew away. They go on to state, Smooth and buttery caramels give you something to chew on to help get your groove on. A hint of sea salt combined with premium cannabis oil effortlessly dissolves on your palate, making your taste buds celebrate. These aren't the caramels from old family recipes, but they sure taste like them. Each caramel is a rich, delectable treat and promises a smooth, melt-in-your-mouth sensation and a consistent dose of 10 milligrams THC. With that kind of marketing, I can see how irresistible these products are to people of all age groups and backgrounds. But despite the beautiful packaging, there is a dark side I want you to be aware of. As with many things today, the normalization of this very potent, psychoactive drug should give you pause for its use both recreationally and medically. Just because a substance has been legalized does not make it safe something I discussed in my last episode on antidepressants and birth control. In fact, legalizing marijuana makes it more harmful because it gives the impression it is safe, especially to young children and teenagers, which is why we've seen an explosion of its use among them. While I'm not a fan of the Centers for Disease Control, they've done a good job of acknowledging marijuana's harmful effects on mental health and well-being in young people. They state, quote, in 2022, 30.7% of 12th graders reported using marijuana in the past year, and 6.3% reported using marijuana daily in the past 30 days. Compared to teens who do not use marijuana, teens who use marijuana may be less likely to graduate from high school or college. They go on to state that marijuana use is associated with increased risk 
for polysubstance use, which is the use of more than one substance, including when two or more substances are taken together within a short period, such as using alcohol or opioids and marijuana at the same time, which will likely cause greater impairment and risk of physical harm than using either one alone, as well as impaired driving, because marijuana affects reaction time, coordination, and concentration. While I was in college, I was in a car accident. Had it been just a few seconds earlier, the kid that hit me would have slammed into my driver's side door, causing me tremendous impairment. He fled the scene, but not before the kind couple that witnessed the accident were able to get his license plate number. I later learned that he was driving his father's car high as a kite on marijuana. My main concern and the reason for this episode is what I see clinically, that chronic use of marijuana is one of the main reasons we are seeing higher rates of schizophrenia in young people. The association between marijuana and schizophrenia is stronger in people who start using marijuana frequently at an early age, and this is what I continue to see clinically in both male and female clients. Research continues to show that marijuana use during teen years harms the brain because the teen brain is actively developing and continues to develop until around age 25, and those who regularly use marijuana are reportedly up to six times more likely to develop this condition. Even low-level use has been associated with increased apathy and lack of initiative, a common problem among young people today. If you've ever wished you could just find that one thing that's causing your suffering, you're not alone. We've all hoped for a magic pill that will fix that one root cause of our pain. But I'm here to tell you there is no such thing as one root cause. I blame influencer marketing and Dr. Google for selling us on these magic pills. They claim to have the answers to all our health problems, yet few people get well from their guidance. In fact, most of the time, I see people getting worse from their guidance because they keep falling down the rabbit hole of information overload that may or may not apply to them. This process is terribly draining on your pocketbook, as well as physical and emotional health, not to mention what can happen if a diet or supplement is not appropriate for your chemistry. If you're ready to start the healing process, I invite you to book a complimentary consultation with me to see how I can help you overcome things like hormonal imbalances, ADHD, chronic fatigue, depression, anxiety, brain fog, and digestive distress. Go to eat4.life, then click on the free consultation button to book your complimentary discovery call. In adults, marijuana use is linked to depression and social anxiety. Like teenagers, research shows that adults who use marijuana are also more likely to develop temporary psychosis, meaning hallucinations, not knowing what is real, and paranoia, and long-lasting mental disorders, including schizophrenia. Furthermore, research indicates that long-term use could increase the risk of dementia, memory problems, and decreased IQ. I recognize that many of you listening have experienced positive medical benefits with marijuana, but I beg you to please hear me out and reconsider after you hear what I'm about to share with you. The history of marijuana use is long and sordid. It is rooted in the occult and was used extensively in satanic ritualistic practices by pedophile and English occultists 
Alistair Crowley, whose writings heavily influenced the likes of Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, and Jim Morrison of The Doors, and many other popular musicians that also died young from drug overdoses. His philosophy, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law, was later adopted by defunct Harvard professor Timothy Leary, an advocate for psychedelic drugs, especially for young people, and spread like wildfire into what is now known as the 1960s free love movement and has since permeated popular culture and governmental policy, especially in the field of psychiatry. Both Jimi Hendrix and Jim Morrison spoke openly about how their marijuana use helped connect them to the demonic world in their songwriting, and it's no secret that they were very tortured souls. It makes no difference how beautifully packaged and cleverly marketed your cannabis caramels are. The fact remains that marijuana is a gateway drug. Crowley himself was a heroin addict for most of his life and had an unusually high number of unexplained deaths occur in those around him. It has been said that during his final time on Earth, he had to take eight times the lethal heroin dose just to get by. His satanic lifestyle and books tell us a lot about the kind of individual he was. I cannot tell you how many parents have shared with me how heartbreaking it is to see their child suffer from this debilitating addiction that often leads to other, more potent drugs into the occult and New Age practices, which are just another form of occultism, and as I shared, eventual psychosis. We are living in a time of great spiritual warfare and, sadly, a blatant war on our children. Cannabis is pure pharmakia a Greek word for poisoning, sorcery, and the magical arts. As such, it can open you up to the demonic world in a variety of ways you may not even realize. Keep in mind that Satan comes as an angel of light. He is the ultimate liar and deceiver and is a very clever counterfeit to God. Our biochemical and genetic makeup significantly affect our response to marijuana. Some of us carry dormant genes that harmful chemicals and cannabis can trigger, leading to adverse effects, even in occasional users. Here at Eat for Life, I've seen an increase in cannabis-related issues, including symptoms of schizophrenia in young males, and even females, and cognitive impairment in older, long-term users. If you are using cannabis products for pain management, I highly encourage looking at your diet and the health of your gut microbiome, because certain strains of pathogenic microbes are at the heart of many autoimmune diseases, such as fibromyalgia, rheumatoid arthritis, ankylosing spondylitis, and Hashimoto's disease. A low oxalate diet is often helpful in addition to addressing gut infections and nutrient deficiencies in these conditions. I recognize the arguments for legalization of cannabis products, but if you look at the data, mental health issues have only increased since cannabis was legalized. Legalization doesn't negate marijuana's negative side effects, particularly among our youth. It's also worth noting that while alcohol and tobacco are legal, they still cause millions of deaths and negative societal impacts annually. As marijuana use becomes increasingly widespread, it's crucial to be aware of these potential consequences for the sake of our future generations. Thanks so much for being with me today. I pray this episode has blessed you richly. I believe sharing is caring, so I have a favor to ask. 
If my show is helpful to you, I would be so grateful if you would leave me a rating and review in iTunes. It is through sharing that we create community, eliminate guilt and shame, and bring about healing. Thank you in advance for taking three minutes out of your day to support my show so others can find me. Don't miss an episode of Eat for Life. Be sure to hit the follow button on your favorite podcast player.